0: hi welcome to more mama's boy everybody welcome to no one's impressed <laughs> i used to have like a big ensemble cast around me right and i'd be like welcome to the show buddy, but now now um now i get peeky just looking over at me like what are you doing dad i don't think she understands the concept of this podcast i think she thinks i've just lost it. that's my chihuahua by the way Welcome to more Mama's Boy. My name is Steve Kramer. This is not a typical episode. If you're new, I don't recommend starting here. This is more of a deep dive, a bonus episode, a deep dive into something else um, that we have talked about in previous episodes. or Maybe some stuff that just doesn't fit into a regular episode, so I just give you a bonus episode instead. So let me set up today's because this this was like, wow, this really put me on the map. So let's go back to 2010. So Jake Pavelka is The Bachelor, and he marries or proposes to a girl named Vienna. And that just doesn't go well. I forget exactly what happened. Let me see if I can read on Wikipedia really quick. Uh, buh, 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 buh. The couple just split up. Let's see they, they were engaged in March 2010. They split up in June of 2010. Okay. Anyway, so I can tell you that maybe one of the reasons why they split was because of me. When I was on in Panama City, Florida, um, I found out there was a girl in our city who was friends with my ex-wife that was, who dated Jake and was still getting these text messages like I'm coming back to you kind of thing. Well, I told her, and I highly recommend you go back and listen to episode number 33 because I break this down a lot better. But I said, hey, listen, I, because she really wanted to sell her story to the tabloids. And I said, well, I don't have the money, but what I can do is if you give me the story, I promise you... I can get the attention and then you can sell the story once the, you know, once it gets attention. So what I'm going to give you right here is this is about a 30 some odd minute interview uh, that we did is actually about two hours, but this is what we edited down to about 30 minutes that we were able to uh, end up, end up selling. And wow, it was a, uh, it was, it was a doozy. So anyway, sit back, relax, listen to episode 33. And here is your more mama's boy for the, uh, for the week. With, uh, her name is Tanya Douglas, and it's up here next on more Mama's Boy. I know that a lot of people are probably going to say why in the world did the Panama City Radio Station get this mm-hmm. interview first. Yeah, uh, you're from Mariana, correct?
1: I'm from Mariana, Florida, so, Jackson County.
0: That's really Woo! cool then. Yeah. You know, this is uh, this right is
2: up the road from us. Our mm-hmm. home.
0: It's a small town, you know. Yeah. So we were um, we were first of all, thank you so much for giving us the uh, the privilege to hear the story uh, before anybody else. You're um, welcome. okay, so let's let's go ahead and delve into the situation. Is that you and Jake dated from when until when?
1: We dated from May until October of 2009. We met on an airplane in July of 2008. He was flying the airplane from Asheville to Atlanta, and then I was flying from Atlanta to Gainesville. Okay. And as soon as I walked on the plane, I looked to the left, and I would say that if there is a such thing as as at first sight that was it and i've never experienced it i've never believed in it i'm a very closed off person when it comes to any lovey-dovey stuff and i thought that's the man i'm gonna marry and later he told me he felt the same way the woman comes back to ask me if i wanted any water or anything he she said and here's a note from the captain Uh. and the note said his name his phone number and said i hope you have a happy fourth and i would love to hear from you well, so a month later, I couldn't quit thinking about him, and so from Asheville, I called and I said, "You may not remember me, but this is Tanya. I was the girl." And that he and he cut me off. He's like, "Tanya, I remember you absolutely. I'm so happy that you called." And I said, "I know this is going to be a little forward, but are you by any chance flying to Asheville this weekend?" And he said. Let me see what I can do. And he called me back in an hour, and he had changed all his plans and made arrangements to come to Asheville. So anyhow, he comes to Asheville, and we have our first date and our second date. We went out twice. But one of the comments he made was, um, I applied to be on The Bachelor. And he's like, and I was going to be on The Bachelor, but they told me that they didn't want me at the time because I had previous acting experience. And I said, I think that that show is just really silly. Like, why would you want to do that? Like, you know, you would never have a real relationship in your life ever after that because you're always going to be that dude from The Bachelor. I said, I think that's a terrible
0: idea. I'm sorry, one thing I I don't think we all realize and maybe I didn't, Holly, you may have, is that so he does have acting experience.
1: Yes, he played the mini walker or the little walker in Walker, Texas Ranger, um, <laughs> like whenever Chuck Norris would have flashbacks. Right. Wow. Day. So that's why he
0: cries so much. Now we understand. Well,
1: whenever he told me that, I'm like, that's either the dumbest or the coolest thing I've
0: ever <laughs> yeah. heard. You can't, I, Norris, I wouldn't know where to I mean, go with that. No. So. At this point, have you guys made any kind of, hey, we're in a relationship, any kind of agreement between no. you and him? Okay.
1: Because I was technically dating someone else back in Florida, but I was mad at him at that time. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I'm going to see what happened. Here. Okay. All right. It was nothing like physical or anything. We were having dinner. I like, to to don't know I him. Sure, sure. Why not? Okay. Why not?
0: Conversation.
1: So he was telling me about he was bragging to me on the state about how he was in like the top four finalists to be on The Bachelor, and, I, and that was just a major turn off for me. I'm thinking, why? Right. I mean, what is this starvation for attention that this guy wants? I just don't get it. Then he called me a couple months before he went to film The Bachelorette. And he told me um, on on the phone, he's like, I wanted to let you know that I'm going to be going to L.A. for a little while and I'm going to be a little bit elusive. So if you can't reach me for the next couple of months or so, you know, that I'll be in L.A. And I didn't ask any questions. I'm like, he's a pilot. He's probably out there doing some kind of flight training. I didn't ask him why he was going to LA. You know, I said, I'd call him. I know nothing about the Bachelorette. While I'm in Nassau, Bahamas, and while I was in Nassau, I get a frantic Facebook message from my sister saying, oh my gosh, uh, Chase the pilot is on Bachelorette. That guy that you went out with in Asheville is on the Bachelorette. And I said, really? And so, of course, I Googled it, and his picture came up. And I thought, you know what? Good for him. That's what he wanted. Right. And I it finally happened for him. And I thought, I'm not going to call him whenever I get back. Nassau because I don't want to mess up if he's happy with someone else I don't want to mess that up for him Well if you're talking to someone
0: and they're on a dating show you don't really want to be like hey you still want to go out to dinner Right Right. but
1: I said I was going to call him I normally follow up on what I say I'm going to do he didn't answer I left a voicemail and said hey I'm just calling you back because I said that I would and um, you know if you want to you know just give me a call back and you know maybe I'll talk to you soon and hung up and I thought I'll never hear from him again and that's fine Mm -hmm. well wasn't the last I heard from him. The next day, he called me and asked if he could come the following day to come to Gainesville and take me out. And I thought, well, this is interesting. When he came to Gainesville and he arrived and we ended up going to dinner and going out and having a cocktail and we had absolutely the best time. The next day, he was at my apartment and he asked me if he could use my computer. He's over there and he's Googling something and he stopped. And he turns around and he says, You know my secret and he had pulled up the search history where I had searched his uh, you know, name so he like knew whenever this- my sister told me that he was on that threat. He did not know that I knew. One episode had aired and I had not seen it. He's like, Well, he's just like I wanted to tell you so bad but I'm not I'm not allowed to like say it first. Like if you already know we could talk about it, but you know, I'm not allowed to, like, tell you that I was on there. And he said, do you have any, like, he's like, I just had this amazing time with you last night, and, and, you know, and I really would like to see where this goes. And I said, you know what, you do that for whatever reason, before You and I had this incredible date last night, and everything is just falling into place. I'd love to see where this goes to, and I'm sure that you can't tell me any details about the show, and I can't imagine that you're possibly engaged to someone else right now, and we had just such an amazing time last
0: And forgive my ignorance here, but how well did he do in this whole thing in the bachelorette
1: uh, when in jillian's season yes he tells everyone that he was cut off at five but he was cut at seven from that day forward we started dating and from that
0: point forward you guys are exclusive yes okay let's skip to the part of where does he find out that he is the bachelor
1: that's interesting because he never would tell me directly that i you know i know that we took a trip together um on the fourth of july and we went up to marianna And I brought him to my parents' house. He met my mom and dad. He told my dad in private that I was the love of his wife, that God had led us together. He told your dad that? Wow. He told my mom, "I, I love your daughter. I'm in love with her. Anyhow, we came back to Gainesville, and he was acting really, really Funny. Like, like he would walk outside to answer his phone call, like, this is the network, I have to take this, and would walk, like, outside of my apartment. He technically wasn't supposed to be dating anyone at, new at the time, because okay. that would kind of give away the sure. fact that he wasn't marrying Jillian, I suppose. Right. Anyhow, that night, he told me that the network had called him and said, and basically offered for him to be The Bachelor. And I said, well, what would you say? And he said, I told them that I was with you and that I was in love with you. And and that i definitely want to see where this goes like i don't want to do the bachelor anymore and i said you know how i feel about you i love you very much but i don't want you ever in life looking at me and regretting anything if there's any doubt in your mind then i don't ever want you to look at me and say what if. and he's like yeah, i don't he's like i've made the decision i'm with you i love you and I don't want to do The Bachelor anymore.
0: At this point, have you guys talked about marriage at all? Yes. Did you think that you and him were going to get married?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, he would say, when we get married, we should fix your car up. When we get married,
0: we should do this. And how does he even get back around to the fact that now he's going to go be The Bachelor after he's promised you all this other stuff?
1: <sighs> well... He has a limo business in um, Dallas. He said that he had had a business partner that had stolen money from him while he was on the bachelorette, and it was basically going to put this business under. He told me that he was facing um, bankruptcy. He's like, and I can't marry you, bringing you into a situation where I'm bankrupt. And I said, I said, what I think you should do is file for bankruptcy, and I'll be here for you. You're smart, you're talented, you have a good job. We will get through this. I was in Texas at the time of this conversation. And so anyhow, it just so happened I was flying out that afternoon, and I could tell he was very stressed about something to say the least. This is 20 minutes before we have to leave for the airport, and he said, Tanya, please come sit down. I have something to tell you. And so I go over there, and I sit down, and he looks terrible. He said, I know a way that I can get out of this financial situation. He goes, I could be the bachelor and just start Sobbing,
2: oh, like I, and the cry.
1: It's going to be okay. Like, I'm thinking at this point, like, homeboy is so stressed out, he is thinking to the extreme. And I said, Jake, is that offer even still on the table? And he goes, I don't know. I'm going to have to call the network. I'm going to have to do this. And I said, I can't believe what I'm hearing. <laughs> like, right. you know, why would you do this? And he's like, I just can't file for bankruptcy, I'm too proud. And I said, Jake, let's just think, let's just say hypothetically you did do this. I mean, are you suggesting that I wait on you? He's like, I wanna ask you to wait for me, but I know I can't ask you to do that, that's not fair. You know, he's like, like, and I love you at the end of all this, I still see me getting down on one knee and asking you to marry me. I'm not gonna go on the show for love, I've already found the love of my life in you but I'm going on this I have to get out of this financial problem uh, well of course you know we fought we fought back and forth about it for about a month and a half I mean it didn't just happen overnight because okay. right. he had to go to the network and beg Jim to um, put him on TV basically and that took that took some time he lied to the network and told Jim that we've been broken up for like two months which was just come I mean uh, just a complete fabrication right he's deceived everyone. He's deceived the network, he deceived me, my family, all the viewers, the girls on the show, he's deceived everyone.
0: Take me but, to that day that he finally says, okay, that's it, I'm The Bachelor.
1: So so we, we're going back and forth, and Jake has this habit of where what he likes to do when he prays is he likes to take his Bible and go into his closet and pray in the dark. Anyhow, he told me that he had been praying and that it's turned into something else and that God is telling him to be on The Bachelor. Really? Which, which I don't agree with.
2: And how and, do you? And how do you possibly argue with that? How uh, can you possibly and, say no? God is not telling you to be a bachelor. I,
1: and I believe that He told me that so that I would be. Uh, because if I argued with that, then He would say, "You're well, arguing then, with God." How can you argue with me in my relationship with God? This makes you a bad person, or absolutely. Something. What reason do you think that God has for you to go on The Bachelor? And He says to me. I believe that God wants me to go on the bachelor to lead these twenty five women into Christianity. Wow. Oh Whoa, my. That's, that's a, pretty a whole statement. That's
2: a whole another ball field there because that's <laughs> not what they do on that show. <laughs> no. That is not what they're doing no. on dates. And I'm thinking, you know, vetting
1: three girls in one night as being a good Christian, just when is that in the rule book? So I said, Okay, Jake, if God's telling you to do the Bachelor then you're going to do what you want to do, and there's nothing I can do about it. Right. And he called my mom. And they talked for several hours, and during that time period, he offered up all this information that God was telling him to do The Bachelor and told her, told my mother that he loves me, that he's going on the show because God is telling him to do that. At
0: this point, is he telling you that he just wants to get through this and then come back to you?
1: Yes. He said, I know I can't ask you to wait, but I love you. You're the love of my life. And at the end of all this, I still see myself getting down on one knee and proposing to you and wow. us having a life together.
0: So, okay, so you guys so, have have not really split up, but you just kind of go separate ways. And at this point, where
1: you are, you are in Orlando at this point? I'm in Orlando. And he is He's where? In Dallas, I am doing his thing. I mean, at this point, I'm still his girlfriend. Okay, so you're still and, well, you're still
0: together. You're still in a relationship at this point.
1: Yes, he asked me if he can come and see me, and I said I'm just nervous because we've been fighting. You know, you haven't. You know, I haven't seen you in a month. Like I pick him up, he just immediately, just like old Tom, pulls me in close and just gives me a big kiss. And, and I'm this like, is okay, the first time well, you guys. Well, I guess things are back to normal. Okay, we and... go out to dinner, and he, you know, he's kissing me. I mean, at the table, he's telling me how much he loves me. He says, Tanya, you know, I just think you're such an amazing young woman, and I think you're su- you have such a good heart, and I just see amazing things in you as a Christian woman. Oh, wow. And the next day, he said, I have to fly out to Texas, but I have some things I have to do, and I'd like you to come spend the weekend with me in Texas and come to church with me on Sunday. And so I said, great. And, of course, he had kissed me goodbye at the airport that morning whenever I dropped him off and that he would call me as soon as he got to Texas with the arrangement for my flight later in the day. I mean, I'm thinking, now we're finally getting back on track. Like, finally. Like, he's dropped this bachelor shenanigans. He's finally coming around back to himself. Then he pauses. He said, Tanya, I just want to let you know that I really still want you to come this weekend. But before you do, but I got back here, and I spent some time praying and God is still telling me to do The Bachelor.
2: Oh, my.
1: Oh, man. So, I said, you came here last night and looked me in the eye and told me that you love me. He says, and I still do. He never said, I want to break up, I don't love you, this relationship is over. He never said anything in reference to us breaking up, but I'm going to have to put our relationship on a shelf for a little while. Wow. I mean, that's all I needed to hear. I'm thinking, that's that and so upset about it that I threw all my belongings in the car and I immediately drove back up to Mariana just to spend some time with my family. I didn't want to be here in Orlando by myself. He was a major part of that decision because there's a direct flight between Orlando and Dallas, and when I have my job here then we would see each other more and it's not me moving to Texas just yet because things were moving fast between us.
0: Was that the last conversation you had with Jake before he went off to be on The Bachelor?
1: No. He would call me just really nonchalant. I'm on my way to the bank. I'm on my way to do this. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Now he's calling me, acting like I'm his girlfriend again. You know, it was like the next <laughs> night, and I was just like, you know, I'm not at peace with this, and I have one more thing to say to him, and I'm going to call him, and his voicemail's probably going to pick up, and I'm going to leave a a voicemail, and that's going to be it. Okay. And I said, Jake, you know how I feel about you, and you are very confident in that. And I can't understand what decision that you're making, but I just want to let you know that if you go, I hope that you find what you're looking for, and if you just so happen to find the man that I fell in love with, I hope that you give me a call. So, and he sent me a text following that message saying, that was a very sweet message, talk soon.
0: When is this? When is that last conversation?
1: October 1st of 2009, right before he went to shoot for the show.
0: Filming is only six weeks, correct? Yes. After the six weeks of filming that he did... Did you hear from him again? Yes. And when was that?
1: I heard from him um, the day after Thanksgiving, which was the filming ended either the night before Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving Day. And I heard from him the day after Thanksgiving.
0: What is he saying at this point? What is he telling you?
1: He was too afraid to talk to me. He called me from a private number, and when I said hello, he hung up.
0: Really? So how do you know it was him?
1: Because later he called me from the same number and talked.
0: Okay. And what was that conversation like? What did you guys talk about?
1: Uh, He called me and hung up the phone. And so I'm thinking, whatever he has to say to me, I want to hear it. How do you know? How do you know it's him at this point? Obviously, he
0: called. He hung up. I, that could be anybody.
1: I just know. I know. I I know him better than he knows himself. Oh, I knew okay. it was him. Okay. I called and left a voicemail on that private number, that was not his normal cell phone number. But so "I think that this is Jake, and if it is." I want you to talk to me. You know that I love you, and whatever you've done, I don't care. I want you to talk to me. Is he
0: supposed to be talking to you at this point? No. And as far as as ABC knows, you don't even exist.
1: As far as ABC knows, I was some girl that he broke up with two months before today we've been talking about him being The Bachelor.
0: Now, you say he called from a private number. What kind of influence does that have on the story?
1: Because he later on tried to claim that I had called him from a private, unlisted number. How would I ever get that number?
2: Okay. Right.
1: Then he called again on December 12th, and I just so happened to be in Mary again at that time.
0: And Mm -hmm. at this point, in reality reality, him and Vienna, they're engaged. Supposedly.
1: Okay. I, don't, I mean, at that time, I didn't know that, but right. I, I guess they were, but yes. in
0: reality, the filming was done, and we all know as of the, the finale that those two were engaged right. to be married. Yeah. So what is that conversation? That's what we're dying to know here, is what is that conversation he has with you?
1: That conversation was very interesting. He did... Speak to me. And I would normally never do anything like this or involve someone else in this nightmare. But I put it on speaker phone and had my, and my mom was sitting in the living room with me and heard the entire conversation. And at first, he just wanted to do small talk. He wanted to ask how my family was. He wanted to ask how the local Christmas party had been that year. Eventually, he's like, Well, Tanya, how have you been doing? How do you think I've been doing?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just a trick question. And I said, Well, Jake, I'm not going to lie, not very good. He's like, Well, I can only imagine. He's like, and I prayed for you every day that I was on the show. And I said, I prayed for you, too. And he's like, I know that because I felt it. And then he says, Tanya, I just want to let you know that ever since I first saw you get on the plane in Asheville, I've never loved anyone more.
2: Wow. Now, this is after he had proposed to Vienna. Yes. And what did you respond with?
1: And I, I was crying, and I said, I want you to come home. Then he told me, do you remember the message that you left for me, the voicemail that you left for me before I had to leave? And I said, yes. To make sure that
0: we're all on the same page, the voicemail you left said, listen, when you go on the show, if you find the Jake that I fell in love with, then let me know.
1: Yes, and he goes, I found him.
0: So do you ask what that means? I mean, what what do you say after oh, that?
1: I, I mean, no, I knew exactly what he was talking about. So it, it, what, what did
0: that mean in your mind? Basically, he's back. He's back you know? to be in a relationship with you. Yes. He wants to pick things up where, where you left off. And, I mean, I think we can all agree in the room that's what it sounds like. And, yes. and at this time, has he told you anything that's happened that he's proposed, that he's, oh, you know, talked no. to all these and girls? I and I didn't
1: ask. I didn't ask because I know that he can't tell me. So how does no. that, how
0: did that conversation end? How did you – when you hung the phone up, how did that conversation end? What grounds were you on?
1: conversation ended. He wanted to small talk and ask. He wanted to reminisce about all the fun times we used to have. How we used to go snorkeling. How much fun he had with me and Marianna. How much he liked my family. Etc. Etc. And all of a sudden he goes, what is that noise? And I said, what noise? And the phone went dead. I tried to call the number right back and it was an error code. A phone with a prepaid cell phone and it had run out of minutes. So okay, that's so, how it
0: ended. So when's the next time you talk to him?
1: We texted a lot.
0: Are you texting to his regular cell phone? Or are you texting to with his private cell phone? Texting to his regular cell phone. Okay, so at this
1: point, you know, it's... Uh... So it's
2: kind of back more, more legitimate than just a prepaid.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Right. He would text kind of sporadically, then it became once a week, okay. and then it got to where he would text me every single day.
0: So when, when is next time you actually do talk to Jake?
1: Um, that would have been uh, the 19th of January.
0: Okay, so you've written all this down. Yes. The 19th of January, what do you talk about?
1: Well, uh, surprisingly enough, on the 19th of January, um, I had been getting basically harassed by a local photographer here in Orlando saying that he knows Vienna and that he had, um, this photographer had taken apparently some nude photos of her years ago when she was trying to be in a Hooters calendar or something like that. I don't know. And I and I had told him the story about Jake leaving me for money to do The Bachelor as a friend. He caught me in a weak moment and I just spilled. Right. So he told me, he called me out of nowhere, haven't talked to this guy in several months. He told me that Vienna called him because she thought that he was trying to sell her nude photos. And she said, Okay, good, because I went on the show basically for my fifteen minute buffet, but it turns out that I actually do like this guy and he's proposed to me. I hope that he's for real. Then the photographer keeps pursuing me and harassing me and he wanted me to sell my story. And I'm like, No, no, I'm not gonna do that because at this point I'm thinking, Jake has called me and told me that he's never loved anyone more. If he had proposed to He wouldn't say that. So I'm thinking, you know what, I'm calling Jake, like, this is getting, this is going way too far. I um, left a voicemail, and I said, you need to call me as soon as you can talk freely. It's an emergency. And he texted me, what is this in reference to? And I said, I'd really rather not get into this via text message. He was texting me back and forth. One of the texts that I thought was so interesting, he said, um says, you know, the media's contacted me and I just need you to be honest with me. And he told me at the time, what are they printing? And I wouldn't answer him. And he goes, Tanya, tell me what they said I need it in writing so I can show the network. And that just infuriated me. This is not reality TV. This is our life. We were building a life together. You led me to believe that you chose no one. You've told me that since you've been back that you've never loved anyone more. While we're texting back and forth, he's pleading with me. Please tell them no comment. Please don't comment at all. The media is vicious. What's
0: the last phone call you've had with Jake as of today?
1: It was on that same day. I called him, and he's like, I'm actually standing outside a soundstage right now in L.A., and I don't have that much time to talk. He's he's over there doing interview after interview after interview after uh, interview. Oh, okay, okay.
0: So he's, he's doing press stuff. All right. So, all yeah. right.
1: And I said, well, Jake, do you need to call me back when you can talk freely? And he goes, Tanya, I'm completely locked down. You know that I can't say anything. And I said, I've heard that they're going to print some really nasty things about the girl that you picked. And he says to me, I doubt that for a multitude of reasons, so, which to me is also code for trying to let me know that you picked no one. So I said, are you alone? And he did this really long pause, and he went, yes. And I said, are you telling the truth? And he goes, yes with another really long pause. And I said, is this conversation being recorded? No, this conversation isn't being recorded. You know, fine, you're not being recorded. But it, it was intensely clear to me that someone was listening to him talk because every point that I had was perfectly valid. He would say nothing, it was silent. I said, Jake, I just really need you to be honest with me that you were calling me, telling me that you've never loved anyone more and telling me that you found the man that I fell in love with. And if you proposed to someone else, then that kind of talk and that kind of com- conversation with me is completely inappropriate. He said, well, if I don't remember correctly, you called me. And I said, I called you on a private, unlisted, untraceable cell phone number that nobody knows that you have. How would I ever get that number if you did not call me first? Mm. And his response was, "Silence, Tanya, we broke up, and I had just oh, had it. God. I was." I was so mad. And I said, Jake, I was aware that we broke up whenever I saw you on TV dating 25 other women or leading them into Christianity, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. He said, we didn't see one another for weeks before filming started. I said, then who came here on September 18th and looked me in the eyes and told me that he loved me? And he starts screaming, I never told you that I loved you. I never told you that I loved you. I said, yes. You did. He's like, well, Tanya, I really want to be your friend, but I'm just thinking that maybe we shouldn't be friends anymore. And I said, Jake, that's absolutely fine with me. Then you need to quit contacting me. He said, well, Tanya, I am sorry because you didn't ask for any of this. I put myself in front of the camera, and I put myself up for judgment, and I am sorry, and I do want to thank you for calling me and coming to me with this. What, is he a politician
2: now?
0: That's what it sounds like. I guess. So you you
1: think and
2: ABC—
0: I, and
1: I said, you're welcome.
0: Goodbye. And you think ABC is behind all this? They're the ones that are saying, listen, you know, wh- who are you talking to? Who is this girl? Stop talking to her. Yeah. At this point, do you think that you and Jake are going to end up being married? No. You don't think you'll be together? No. This is a sad, sad I'm tale. saying this is a... I think
2: he lost his dang head because he did The Bachelorette. He did The Bachelor. Now, as we all know, he's doing Dancing with the Stars. I mean, he is trying to move through these reality shows. He's been plotting to be The Bachelor for years. As I said
1: in the beginning of the conversation, he was bragging to me on our very first date in 2008 about how he had applied to be The Bachelor. Important he told things. me the only reason that he went on Bachelorette was so that would lead him to be The Bachelor. The only reason that he went back and paddled on West or whatever his name was was because that would give him more camera time and he would look like the hero, and that would lead to him being The Bachelor. That was all planned. Everything on that show is
0: all planned. Would you ever take him back? If he were to come back to you and call you today and say, listen, I'm done with Vienna, I want to... Be with you again slash I'm done with reality shows yeah, because I don't
2: know. think you can have both would you take him back I
1: don't think
0: so you don't sound too confident
1: I would have taken him back up until the conversation that we had on um, January 19th but that conversation was so hurtful and how he talked to me then I don't think that there's you know there's some things that you just can't take back I can't say that I love him because he doesn't know who he is he is an actor in every aspect of his life and he lied to me on so many occasions about who he was, The person that I fell in love with doesn't exist.
2: Let me ask your opinion. We talked about this on our show, you know, as we were watching The Bachelor, watching the episodes. And personally, I get frustrated with the show because it just seems so over the top and so ridiculous. What is your opinion on that? I mean, do you think that any of those emotions are real that that are happening on the screen that we're watching at home? Is that real? What Jake is telling those girls and what they're telling him?
1: No, I don't think that's real. They close you off. You're not allowed a cell phone. You're not allowed a computer. No internet, no mail, no books, no television. They completely shut you off from the outside world. You're going to be forced to bond with someone, and that someone is the bachelor or the bachelorette. I think the show brainwashes people into feeling that they have feelings for someone when they don't because that's the only person that they're in contact with i
2: could totally see that because i mean you're it's kind of like a workplace fling that that starts up you're around that person all the time you're put in a a atmosphere of love and look what happened now do you expect
0: do you expect jake to come back at this point and and restart your relationship
1: i think that he would have come back if i had never said anything
0: yes you think after this interview that he will will totally ignore you from here on out? Probably. What are you going to do if he comes back and he says, listen, none of this is true? There's a very good possibility that mm-hmm. he, and, and I can almost guarantee you 100%, he's going to come yep. back and he's going to say none of that ever happened. This is some girl that I dated very casually and we never had anything. I mean, what do you want to say to that?
1: That's exactly what he's going to say. And what I'm going to say then is how come you're emailing me on September 10th asking you to please call me? How come you sent me a text pleading with me not to talk to the media? They will make this terribly ugly. What is this? If you have nothing to hide, then why are you saying they will make this terribly ugly? What kind
0: of documentation do you have? Do you have any of the text messages that he sent you? Yes. Okay, so you have the saved. And you have the emails? Yes. Oh, okay. So you I mean you're so, f I mean he can say he can deny and it so all the he wants to, but you have a conversation
1: I had on speakerphone and my and my mom heard every word. And if there's any doubt, look at the flight record. He came here, he flew here from Atlanta. To Orlando on September 18th. He rode in the jump seat, which is an extra seat in the cockpit, and he was the last one to get on the plane.
0: And I know the question that everybody's going to be asking is why did you tell the story?
1: You know, he led me to believe up until the 19th of January that he was coming back to me and that he was going to spend his life with me and in every possible way he let me know that. Once I saw him propose to Vienna on TV, I feel sorry for her. I feel like she's one of many that he is deceiving and I feel like as far as me personally, I just have to defend my honor because everybody is like, what happened? You know, what happened to you? You were on top of the world and you were, you know, going to spend your life with this guy and then he left you to marry Vienna, which that's opinions of her are not very hot, and I'm thinking no, that's not what happened, and I just feel like I have to do this to defend my own honor, I'm not trying to bash him this is not even about him I'm doing this for myself